Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Transcending Mental Health of Carol A. Twal, Sarah A. Twal, however you want to pronounce my name. Um, my mentor suggested that I give a short talk on this because it's very important. Um, I think I'll take this into the kitchen. Yeah, my roommate is still sleeping, bless his heart. I don't want to disturb him. And I want to make sure you guys can hear me. Um, it's really early in the morning. And I'm trying to, uh, by the way, stabilize my circadian system, my internal clock, so that I can wake up in the morning again. And uh, that that's a little bit of a challenge because of my health problems. Now, my mentor told me that uh, I need to talk about something here and it's about the mental health system and uh, goodness knows maybe I should check back with them again but I have been so turned off by them over the my life I've been so uh, turned off and I feel like I need to cover my bases and explain to everyone right now explain to everybody right this very minute and say, hold on a second, don't tell me, don't tell me this, don't say, how do you know the mental health system isn't good for you, Carol? Well, I'll tell you how it's not good for me. It hasn't been, it has not been good for me from the very beginning of my life. Um, not every mental health client has been abused. I understand that. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. I can only share my own experience in the mental health system and as a mental health client and as a person who survive, who survives mental illness and symptoms and emotional upset. Someone who has found it necessary to devise my own mental wellness process because of these problems that I have had to deal with all my life, not just in my mental illness, but in my, the mental health system. Um, I cannot begin to untangle, let alone talk about what a mess it's been. So please, I'm feeling defensive, forgive me, um, to defend myself against the argument of how do you know it's not good for you, Carol? I defend my case by saying this. It wasn't good for me at the beginning. I was abused. I suffered terrible trauma in my childhood. And uh, my aunt, my caretaker, would argue and say that I had mental health issues even before um, I... I was four years old. I had mental health issues before I was I was in a mental hospital. That was why I was in a mental hospital. That's what she would argue. But I can remember better times in my life. I honestly can. Um, before we came to California, I was we were born in Missouri. Our whole family was born in Kansas City, Missouri. And um, I can testify that I had better times with my family. I did. I had better times with my grandparents. I had better times with my uh, with my mother, even with my aunt, when she was still just my aunt and not my caretaker. My aunt took charge of, of me when I was nine years old after my mother passed away, and that's when she and I didn't get along anymore. And again, somebody might argue and say that she didn't get along with me because I was a handful. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm very, very, very familiar with that argument. However, my aunt did not have to adopt me. She chose to adopt me. She chose to take on 
all the responsibility of taking care of me when I was nine years old, when she didn't want to. She didn't even want me alive. She didn't even want me born. She didn't even approve of my mother having me. And uh, again, she chose to take care of me. And my mother made a decision too. She chose to have me. She chose, she could have had an abortion. I know, my aunt kept telling me that every fucking day that I knew her, that I that she was taking care of me, she told me, she reminded me every fucking day that um, my mother should have had an abortion. Yes. My mother is irresponsible, and she made a big mistake, and she made a terrible decision having a baby. Well, let me insert my own arguments, ladies and gentlemen. You don't curse a life. You don't ever curse a life. You don't ever make a life a bad thing. You don't ever make... Now, I'm going to insert some religion. I don't care. This is my opinion. This is my experience. When God creates a person... When God creates a human being, no one ever has a right to question it. No one ever has a right to curse that life. No one. And I, I will swear, I will say, GD, it, God, God damn it, that anyone, you know, that that's when cursing, I think, is appropriate sometimes. God damn it, when someone questions that ever, 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 ever. And my aunt questioned that every day in front of me, and when she thought I couldn't hear her. That was why I had nightmares when I was 12 years old. That was why when I became a teenager and became very aware of my aunt hating me and hating my, my mother and hating the rest of my family, hating even my grandparents. Yeah, she had her own issues with my grandparents. But uh, again, that wasn't my fault and that wasn't my problem. Okay, I digress. The mental health system. They did not help me deal with being abused. I was abused. I was uh, intimately abused when I was four years old. I was intimately abused when I was three years old. And um, instead of getting age-appropriate counseling, I got thrown and warehoused in, in a mental hospital for nine months. I got warehoused and um, thrown into outpatient programs and counseling that only that only consisted of, how was your day at school, Carol? Um... Are the bullies making fun of you? Why do you think they're making fun of you? Blah, blah, blah. Why do you think your aunt doesn't want to deal with you? Why do you think your mother had you? Why do you think your father left the family? Why do you think, you know, why do you think that happened? Why do you think that and that and that? Like it was my fault that all this stuff happened, that I went through all this stuff in my life. And uh, instead of uh, how did you feel, you know, what was your experience, Carol, whatever, what what happened to you? Um, what can we do to, to deal with it? And um, what kind of resources can we go to to, you know, to to uh, help you heal heal yourself? And God knows, I could have um, I could have still had some problems. You know, I could have still had some issues that the therapy might not have been able to help. But don't ever tell a child that they're hopeless. Don't ever imply to a child or to an adult that they are hopelessly, endlessly, irrevocably, irredeemably, mentally ill. Um, let them have their right to, to ask their own questions. Let them have their own right to explore what's going on in them. Let them have the right to ask questions. 
and and don't just you know don't just drug them don't just put them on medication don't just warehouse them in group therapy day in and day out and um, not let them uh, not let them explore what's going on now time is money and work is money it takes work to do that you know dealing with with that and not again not everybody was abused not everybody a lot of people in the mental health system were abused too um a lot of um people um even if they weren't abused by their families or by their uh, by society they were probably abused by the mental health system too the mental health systems so uh make no mistake don't ever uh don't ever imply that um that we're hopeless um i don't know if i'm going to recover or not and here's here's the topic i'm going to talk about Again, I'm going to end with this. It was suggested a couple of days ago that I find a job to help make ends meet in our household, my household with my uh, my roommate. Um, somebody said, somebody said, Carol, um, why don't you uh, get a job? And I, I embrace that idea. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe look into make figuring out how to make some money, um, besides making maybe some chunk change with gaming and um, anything to get some money in but make no mistake women women are abused in the workforce women are um, abused by bosses um, somebody suggested that I that I work in a work in an institution or something and wash dishes and uh, yeah wonderful idea but um, I have to uh, figure out how to uh, cover myself if I get sexually abused again, because that was how I was inserted into the mental health system when I was uh, when I was five years old. That's how I ended up spending nine months in in a hospital, and then getting into the outpatient mental health system, you know, for the rest of my life, because I was abused and I forgot about it again. Not all clients are abused. That is the last time I'm going to defend myself against that argument. I know that not all clients are abused sexually, but many of them are, and many of them are abused in the process of uh, their lives. So, um, dia to hell, damn it to hell, if I get a job and I get re-abused and re-victimized again, get sexually abused again on the job. Um, I have to be very careful with that. I pointed that out to this individual who suggested I get a job. He happened to be male. Bless his heart. He happened to be male. And I said, I want you to understand that um, if I do get a job, unless it's, uh, unless it's uh, very conscious of abuse on the job and hostile work environment factors, unless it's uh, female-oriented, I may run the risk of being re-victimized again at age 55, being in the workforce. So, um, and I do not intend to be re-abused. I do not intend to be reinserted into the mental health system because I have to get more therapy for uh, being, you know, suffering from a new trauma, a brand new trauma. So, uh, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a safe day. Um, I apologize if I was... Uh, talking all over the place, but a lot of issues cause a lot of other issues.
We're complicated. The world is complicated. Life is complicated. And uh, the worst thing we can do to one another now is to invalidate one another's experiences just because we don't understand, you know. So the, the key elements, I want to put my life together that I never even had. I was cheated 50 years out of my life being abused and being, being uh, warehoused in the mental health system. And I intend to break the cycle. Even if I have to go to a psychiatrist and get recertified for disability, I intend to break the cycle. And I'm not going to be reinserted into the system again. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. And um, even if I suffer symptoms for the rest of my life, my mental wellness process will help me manage them. I'm even going through some life issues in my life right now, and um, including what I just talked about. And I'm not, uh, I'm not self-harming. I'm not feeling suicidal. I'm not having the same. I'm not having the same symptoms I once had a long time ago. I have changed, and uh, we can all change. But let's have the right to ask questions. Let's have the right to uh, question our reality, the reality that we were that we were uh, made with all our lives. Let's start questioning what's going on. Let's start questioning what's going on in our systems. Let's start questioning what's going on inside us. Let's start questioning, you know. It is a dangerous, exciting path. And I encourage us all to take it. But let's be supportive of one another. And if we do need therapy, I pray we get the right therapy. I pray that we don't end up like I ended up a long time ago. Spending 50 years having my life cheated on because uh, the systems were not willing to uh, make or spend the money and spend the time to give us if, give me effective treatment so I can heal. All right. Peace out.